just absolutely livid. I've just recorded this and then it was all marvellous. And then, um, oh, he's putting the bins out. And then I tried to save it, the file, and the file just wouldn't save. I've tried all sorts of things and eventually I closed the file and the whole thing just vanished. So, uh, just like, anyway, this is all over again. Welcome to Mr. Pet Pods, and I think we're on episode 26. Now, I really am annoyed today because, um, oh, there's lots of chatting going now. You see the people over the road I'm going to talk about later. He's there and he's got the gate open and he's chatting to two people who've just pulled up in a car. Don't know what I'm talking about. The first annoyance today, no, it was yesterday actually, but well, where do we start? Basically, the whole everything's falling to pieces around my ears, including not being able to flipping well save a recording of a podcast. I'm late now because I've got things to do this evening. I'm really, really irritable. Um, we had basically the guttering needs doing at the back of the house, uh, and it's a bit problematic because. We're a first floor flat and the front of the building is two, sto- st- two stories, ground floor, first floor, but the back of it's got a basement. So it's in effect three floors, three stories, basement, ground floor, first floor, or ground floor, first floor, second floor. So it's all a bit complicated where the guttering is. They've got to go up high and um, uh, it's a nice dog. And um, there's not very much room. It's basically the neighbor's garden. There's very little room. So um, it's do we have scaffolding? Don't we have scaffolding? And all this flipping poo hari wari stuff going on. So I emailed, um, I've emailed three people. One man came around and he was, uh, oh, I can do it without scaffolding. Uh, what do you want doing? And it's like, well, you tell me what needs doing. I can't tell you what. I want doing that's not my job really so that was him but he was very nice and he said he could do it without scaffolding do it on a ladder which I thought hmm um, and then he went away and he actually quoted us that very evening now of the other two people I've had uh, company one came around and they were really nice and everything and they I thought no, they hadn't give, they haven't given me an estimate then I got in touch with company two and they had all this email stuff pinging backwards and forwards. Um, and it was, I should have just said, text me. It was my own fault, but it was this email conversation going on, like one email every few minutes. It drove me up the wall and they're like two sentences. It's just, I can't do a conversation on email. Can we just, as I say, my fault, I should have just said texts. That was really annoying. Um, Anyway, he then he's trying to sort out scaffolding. He hasn't they haven't been round yet, which is what confused me. But then he's sent through a quotation that he's sort of superficially got by looking at pictures of the back of the house from Google Earth, which I thought was a bit of an odd thing to do. Anyway, so that's not the final estimate, obviously, because they will come round. White van, never seen one of those before. And um, conversation is still going on. Looks very relaxed. So I have cocktails soon. Um, so. I then went to look at the estimate and then I got muddled up because the people that had come around hadn't given me an estimate, but I then got it to my head. They had given me an estimate because I was thinking of the estimate from the people that didn't come around. Are you following? Uh, so I then emailed these people, company one, saying, you've sent me an estimate, but I can't for the life of me find it anywhere. 
And then, of course, as soon as I send that off, having gone nuts trying to find this non-existent email, uh, I realise I'm thinking of the estimate from the people that haven't come round. Anyway, so company one then email me back today and say, uh, my hands are waving around like an, an Italian as I go through this. It's also complicated. Um, oh, and of course I'm being distracted by the people over the road. Uh, so they then email back saying, no, we, you're not going mad. We haven't, we haven't sent you a text, uh, an email with a quote. And then that email promptly, and I'm with it literally within about a minute, two minutes of me receiving it, disappears out of my inbox. I can't find it anywhere. Um, I'm going quietly mad trying to find this email, so I search for it, and it says it's in my inbox. Go back to my inbox, it's not there. So anyway, faffing around eventually, I, I move it from the search results into my drafts folder, and then move where it actually does appear, and then move it from my drafts folder into my inbox where it has now appeared. So unless I hit some invisible button thing that says whisks your email off to a fourth dimension or a sixth dimension or whatever, um, I don't know. Anyway, that was really annoying. So that put me in a bad mood this afternoon. So I was faffing around with that just before I started this. And then, of course, I lose the whole flaming podcast. So um, anyway, so there's guttering needs doing. And that's all a faff because we have to go through the neighbor's flat downstairs. And then we have to go through. We have to get access. If there's going to be scaffolding, we have to get access through by going through another neighbor's house at the back. It's all goes on and on. So anyway, the man who... Uh, said didn't need scaffolding his estimate came in only a couple of hundred below the people that said we do need scaffolding so um bring it on then with that lot I, did, I, I can't bear all this faffing around with getting different people in I couldn't find anyone to recommend neighbours or anybody I knew to recommend anyone so I'm having to go on my own back trying to find people so one company came through which the uh, magazine which trusted traders they've got a website part of them website their magazine website and the other two are found on nextdoor.co.uk that sort of local thing um although i did get another man messaging me on there and he just has been pestering me and i think he's just desperate for work but i can't i mean i, I answered him and said no i'm sorry no too late in a nice way um and i've not been engaging with him since because i thought it's just, just going to go on and on but um Oh, and, and, and it's just a bit of a dilemma because I know people are uh, needing work but then I, I can't go into guilt mode and end up bringing in someone in I don't want because I've already got three people we'll probably get three estimates in the three we've got and go for the middle one so that's been all palaver the leak's only just been mended so that was mended hopefully for the last visit from the plumber on Sunday it's been a thrilling weekend of people coming around tromping around the house uh, the, I mean, the plumber's been, he's lovely, so we know him for ages, and um, it's just been a fiddle for him, but anyway, he's finally got that fixed. Uh, oh, still chatting outside. And then, um, and anyway, so yes, so that, that's all been just an annoyance. And then, talking of people, the family, him over there, I'm looking at now. Now, I can see into that, I think it's the children's room. Um, it's in my eye line when I'm sitting on the sofa. It's not in my eye line at the moment because I'm on the rocking chair. But when I'm sitting on the sofa, if I look out the window, I look straight into this room. Now, it's not, it's not, it's over the road. I mean, it's not slap bang next to our window. But um, you can see the kids in there. I mean, I told you there was one climbing out the window the other week. So this week, uh, there was a massive pillow fight going on, which just looked dangerous. Obviously, no adults around keeping an eye on them. Um, 
huge whacking them whacking each other with pillows um surprised that didn't end well it probably did end in tears and then um they've got a lot the light i mean if that's their room they've got the most unchild friendly light which is like a mini chandelier with four arms and a little bulb on the end of each arm um that was switched on it was twilight so obviously my eye gets even more attracted over that i mean i'm not i am being genuine i'm not meaning to spy on them um but the children were spinning it i mean it's a you know ceiling pendant lamp and they're spinning it round. it's like oh my god you know it's this is electricity it's really dangerous they can get electrocuted they could bring the whole thing down um that went on for ages and i didn't know do i go over and tell the name you know tell their parents or is it any of my business anyway it stopped eventually there was another dog and you see there's a dog i've never seen before and a man with two children i've never seen before coming back from school now why have i never seen them before they must have walked along this road if that's their usual school route so um yeah so anyway the kids stopped it and um that was the end of that but i, I did get a bit twitchy um so yeah they've been annoying me um anyway i did have quite a quiet week last week and i was at one point famous last words thinking i haven't got much to say on monday for the podcast i don't really know what i'm going to say well that was until sunday some of you will have seen the photos of what happened on sunday um in the kitchen having a quiet conversation when there was the most god almighty crash i had my back to it um and i turned around and um a shelf full of cookbooks, rather too many cookbooks, which were the cause of the problem, uh, is on the floor along with the cupboard that was next to it. The whole lot is on the floor. So, of course, I have to ring the neighbour to say, we're all right, we're not dead. Uh, and joking apart, if we'd been standing anywhere near it, we'd have been in hospital. If it had hit the shelf had, or the, the cupboard had hit us on the head or the shoulder, that would have been it. Um, two miserable looking women going past mind you i know the feeling um so um yes that was all song and dance so yes as the uh, harsh critic uh described it there was a vesuvius eruption of cookbooks all over our kitchen floor we couldn't get out of the kitchen floor uh, out of the kitchen without moving them all first so basically there's a small shelf and obviously obviously we had too many cookbooks on well when i say too many they're just big and heavy aren't they um and it was a three-parter really because there was sort of a a row of normally on a bookshelf placed books and then next to them there was a horizontal pile and then on top of them this is where it all went wrong there was another children screaming what a surprise um there was a load more books including horizontally on top of the vertical books um the green roasting tin books so um yeah, and of all books, that everything was surprisingly undamaged, which was amazing, except for the green roasting. Oh, he's, oh, he's off. Where's he going? Oh, he's seen to the end of the scene. He's chatting people to the end of the road. Now he's walking back. He's got a T-shirt on. It's absolutely freezing out there. I am frozen at the moment. Really cold. It's been a really lovely... No, no, what's it? No, no he's just kicking. Um, now that's really useful. There's some rag or something someone's dropped, and he's just kicked it into the gutter. He's standing by a bin. He could just pick it up and put it in the bin and go and wash his hands. Now what's he doing? Scratching his head. Must be waiting for somebody. Oh, another one. Oh, he's waiting for his Sainsbury's delivery. They've just turned up. Um, Where was I? So, uh, yeah, so the only book that got damaged was my green roasting tin, which the hardback cover got ripped, which is really annoying. 
uh, everything else was all right. And fortunately, there was a bag of flour on top of the cupboard that um, hit the floor and split, but wasn't too bad. And then also uh, the cupboard itself mostly stayed shut. Well, I think it completely stayed shut, actually. I don't think anything came out of it, which was very fortunate because there's a load of crap in there. There's two cupboards of crap, and that's one of them. So basically, there's uh, we've got cupboards above and below a surface as you do in the kitchen, and then there next to the cooker, and then on the other side of the cooker, there's like these two half uh, cupboards, quite thin, and obviously because they're half cupboards, and uh, one above, one below, and the one above was next to the shelf. Now, obviously, we've put too many books on the shelf, and that's utterly and absolutely our fault. I have, hold my hands up to that one, but. Um, and probably the green roasting tin, the vertical pile, the horizontal pile was the straw that broke the camel's back. But the idiot who'd put the shelf up, um, and I know who it was, it was the people that owned this flat before we came here over 20 years ago. Still, and I can't believe I'm still finding bodge jobs. Absolute wazzock. Um He's attached the shelf to the side of the um, cupboard really badly. And so when the shelf's gone, the cupboard's gone with it. It's dragged the whole thing down. Uh, anyway, oh, here we go. You see, I can't get through a podcast without somebody walking past with a mask over their face. I saw a bus today go past, and about half the people didn't even have masks over their noses. And don't get me started on that one. So that was annoying. Um, that was really annoying. That will actually, I'm, I shouldn't even say annoying. I was actually quite scared by the whole thing. It was, uh, I was a bit shaken. So there are pictures on Twitter and Instagram, should anyone want to see. Um, now, the Sainsbury's uh, van's parked in such a way I can't see what they've ordered over the road, which is really annoying because that would make a very entertaining podcast if I could describe their week shopping. So we've not gone now, gone up to COVID level high in uh, this area. Now, whether that means we've gone up to high, as a friend of mine said, because uh, we've gone up to level tier, whatever, two three i don't know where we are uh, anyway so i was thinking about getting an online uh shop this week but i'm just getting out of the house and doing something going shopping so um yeah talking of tears darren's been annoying so he's had some he's got this drama no actually this hasn't been annoying this is just me reveling in his uh misfortunes he's um he does a with his theater company does a theatre show on Zoom once um, every month. Uh, my my part of next month's November, because he's got eight people. The best news about that I can't tell you and never will be able to tell you, which is so frustrating. But anyway, um, he's got eight short pieces, each about 10 minutes, uh, one of which is written by me, apparently blew his mind, mine. Uh, the, the hyperbole is just ridiculous. And you should see there's, there's a, a newsletter going around describing the, the uh, gigantuan talent of all the people involved. It's, oh, it's just so ridiculous. Um, I'll be passing that on to some of you anyway. Uh, anyway, that my, my work's blown his mind. So uh, anyway, obviously he's blown his mind so much, can't control the rest of his life. So it's gone into tier whatever, and he was going to have actors around in his house performing the latest play. And of course, can't do that now because you're not allowed in each other's houses. So... He had a very bad day, I think. I just I ducked out of it and didn't uh, didn't communicate with him. That's always safest. <laughs> Don't see that side of him. It's bad enough having a bloody podcast with him. Um, so uh, yeah, he's had to all rearrange it with actors 
who don't live in London doing it. And he's not getting it. Well, he's directing it, but he's directing it from afar on Zoom, which will drive him up the wall because he's such a control freak. <laughs> so having to direct it from Zoom will be really irritating for him. So anyway, he did annoy me because I was due to see a friend this weekend uh, for lunch because she'd invited us round. And uh, you know who you are. Hello. And um, then, of course, the tear thing changed. We can't go around to people's houses. So I had to text her and say, I'm sorry, we can't. Well, no, she texted me, actually. So, well, we can't do it. Um, and then I was telling Darren about this for some reason i don't know oh is he because he's saying he was saying he was going to see somebody same situation and now obviously can't do it so what he's going to do is meet them in a restaurant because you can be in restaurants and pubs and he would send me through these tier guidelines that he's got which are really clear well i've never seen those um so i then rearranged everything contact my friends saying oh i can see you Da, 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 da. we can go to a restaurant then i look the just double checking because darren didn't bother sending me anything through tier information on the BBC and the Guardian, it's very clear. You're not allowed to go indoors anywhere, uh, i.e. you can't go indoors with other people, not from your household, into a pub or a restaurant. So I then had to cancel for the second time. So that was just so annoying. Um, I don't know why I listened to him. I mean, he's just, you know... Anyway, uh, while I'm talking about him, nothing to see here. Uh, series 2, episode 1, that will be back on Sunday next week. He, of course, has already sent out a newsletter saying it's out, having told me that he doesn't want to put out on next week, next Sunday. Uh, and I foolishly, I don't know why I said yes to this, he's asked me to send all his emails out for him, giving the Zoom link for this show on Wednesday. I've got to do that by 12 o'clock tomorrow morning. And, of course, he... It personalizes them, which is very sweet, but it means you've got to send every single one out separately with dear A, B, dear B, dear C. I can see I'm going to get that all wrong. Um, he's given me quite explicit instructions. So wish me luck on that one. And um, yeah, so what else has been annoying me? No, actually, the other thing is uh, Strictly is back, which isn't annoying. Well, there's some annoying people on it because there always are. But uh, I don't want to make this into a Strictly podcast, but inevitably it will be a Strictly podcast between now and Christmas. So I got quite excited this year. Well, it gets me through. Let's just put it that way. It gets me through. Um, I got quite excited this year because there's more people I've heard of than I haven't heard of participating because usually there's about two people I've heard of and I've got no idea who anyone else is. So I know Bill Bailey, so that's great. And he's got OT, so I'm really excited about that because I love OT to bits. Um, Clara Ampho I really like. She's a BBC One, a Radio One DJ. Now, I don't listen to Radio One. That won't surprise you. But I've heard her talk and she's really lovely. And I do, actually. The Radio 1 DJs are a really great bunch when you hear them just talking as themselves. Because, um, of course, my prejudices and isms, to quote uh, Darren, is that all D Radio 1 DJs are stupid, which, of course, they aren't. I'll make that quite clear. Who else is there? There's that amazing man who fought in JJ, can't remember his name, fought in Afghanistan and got, well, pretty much blown to pieces um, I mean, his body was just wrecked by a bomb going off. And uh, what the surgeons have done to his body is absolutely extraordinary. I mean, you can see his hands aren't right, but his story is. I mean, if get, listen to his story, because, uh, I mean, I was in tears. It's just uh, unbelievable. And to see him, what he's been through, how he's recovered, and to see him going on to Sainsbury's, <laughs> the band's just pulling away, going on Strictly is just um, uh, just 
uh, gobsmacking. So excited about that. Then we've got Jackie Smith. Is it Jackie Smith, the ex-home ex-secretary? Oh, that woman's going past with her uh, thing on the back of her back of a bike with a child in it. No lights on it. Um, she's just asking for trouble. Uh, in fact, the flag's not on it either. So, uh, yeah, she's got some Alec Arictus, so she's going to be booed off within the first week. Um, I know that's not her fault, but no one is going to warm to her, and she dances like a wooden pole. And I'm not, not I'm not knocking anybody who dances like a wooden pole, because if I went on Strictly, I'd be dancing like a wooden pole, and uh, because that's how I dance. Uh, so there we go, and I'd be booed off the first week. Then there's some stupid name that he's taken his vowels out of he's a singer i don't know who he is there's the man of the want from the wanted who i don't know but he's very funny and he's northern so that always goes down well with me there's an irritating girl from eastenders but anyone from eastenders irritates me so there's nothing new there um lovely nicola i'm very excited about nicola because she's got catcher and catches a catcher i find quite annoying as a person but she's an absolutely brilliant choreographer she is so creative so having those two together i think it's going to be fantastic um, oh, I can't remember who else there is. Oh, there's a woman who reads the news on Good Morning Television who I don't know because I don't watch that. Um, mm, well, there are some others, but they haven't stuck in my head. Anyway, so that's all exciting, and I'm really thrilled. Someone did comment actually on Twitter, <laughs> that I thought it was quite funny, that uh, Claudia and Tess described the COVID restrictions uh, more clearly than the government ever did. <laughs> was absolutely true. <laughs> um, oh, Gorka's gone blonde, which I'm having trouble with. Uh, I can't. I can't. And Neil doesn't seem to have anyone again this year. Nor does Nancy. So um, don't know what's going on there. Or do, well, I don't think they did. Anyway. Um, so no, Strictly's back. So we're all thrilled about that. Um, I think I better stop actually. I'm on 21 minutes, and I've got to flip and edit this for a second time. And I'm running late now because I've got course in an hour's time. So uh, I hope everybody's well. Um, I'm going to go. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.